0: Hi there, this is Taylor, checking in with some conservation news from the past couple weeks for Pelicanus and Intentional Ecology. Working in the environmental field is an experience of some very high highs and some low lows. As always, there are horrendous environmental stories that deserve our attention, action, and mobilization, but it is our opinion that you can find those headlines in many places but there are also empowering and inspiring stories that demonstrate major conservation successes from around the globe, achieved by real people who have grouped together to create a better planet. We've been collecting these stories and messages every week for years, and I'm still surprised at how resilient and creative both nature and humans are when facing big challenges. The highlights I've collected today can be categorized into some major social progress, mostly from the Nordic countries, and impressive wildlife and habitat improvements. The first headline is coming out of Denmark. Denmark has generated almost half of its electricity from wind in 2019. They've been trying wind power since the 1970s, Um, and cost reductions and improved offshore turbines have contributed to this latest boost. Denmark hopes to curb its greenhouse gas emissions by 70% and get 100% of its electricity from renewable sources by 2030. The second headline is the global price tag for 100% renewable energy is $73 trillion. This is a really cool study coming out of Stanford, um, first of its kind that I've seen. says that a global effort to transition to 100% renewable energy by 2050 would cost nations $73 trillion up front, but that the expense will pay for itself in under seven years, according to researchers from Stanford University. The study also found that the shift to a zero-carbon global economy would create 28.6 million more full-time jobs than if nations continue their current reliance on fossil fuels. The report, published in the journal One Earth, presents detailed roadmaps for how 143 countries that account for 99.7% of all global greenhouse gas emissions could successfully transition to 100% renewable energy by 2050. The next one is, oh, this is an exciting one. In the strongest climate ruling yet, Dutch court orders leaders to cut greenhouse gas emissions by 25% in the following five years. Apparently this lawsuit was originally filed in 2013 with nearly 900 co-plaintiffs. The Supreme Court of Netherlands ordered the government to cut the nation's greenhouse gas emissions by 25% from 1990 levels by the end of 2020, just this year. It was the first time a nation has been required by courts to take action against climate change. Uh, Apparently there have been 1,442 climate lawsuits from around the world. And according to one gentleman that they interviewed, this is the strongest decision ever. This decision, based partly on theories of human rights, states that the possibilities of damages to current and future generations is so great and concrete that given its duty of care, the state must make an adequate contribution greater than its current contribution to prevent hazardous climate change. And in the last social progress headline, Um, This is a little oblique to conservation, uh, but still pretty cool. The City Council of Copenhagen has voted to plant communal fruit trees on all city streets. In a recent vote, the City Council resolved to introduce free, portable, city-wide munchies, public fruit trees. They will opt to plant edibles from blackberry bushes to apple trees wherever city planning calls for greenery. For one of the counselors, this is something inherently democratic about the fruit trees. It plays into our general understanding of the city as a place that's owned collectively. Now on to some of the wildlife headlines. Oh, this first one's out of Florida. Uh, a breeding program boosts endangered Florida grasshopper sparrow population. Amodramus savannarum floridanus, A uh, little normal-looking sparrow. Um, In the 1980s, there was about 500 of them, in 2004, about 1,000, but in 2017, they found that there was only 50 to 60 of them in the wild. A conservation program has successfully reared 100 sparrows and released them back into their natural environment. The White Oak Wildlife Refuge, just north of Jacksonville in Florida, handled the breeding program in what it calls a naturalistic way. Uh, They did this by setting controlled fires that regenerated the prairie habitat and requiring the birds to forage for their own insects. The sparrow has been listed as endangered by the US Fish and Wildlife Service since 1986 and has suffered steep declines in its population since then. The next two headlines come out of Hawaii. Uh, the first one is about the nene, the Branta sandvicensis. The nene was reduced to fewer than 30 birds in the wild 50 years ago. It will be downlisted, though, from endangered to threatened based on successful recovery efforts. Listed in 1967 due to hunting and introduced predators, the nene teetered on the edge of extinction. Today, there are over 3,000 of them statewide due to Endangered Species Act protections. Similarly, the Io, the Buteo solitarius, is coming back from the brink of extinction as well. The Io's population decreased due to forest degradation in the early 20th century, combined with illegal shootings, vehicle collisions, and starvation reduced... Uh, It reduced the population of the raptor to a mere couple hundred. The precipitous decrease in population led the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service to list the Hawaiian hawk as endangered in 1967. Currently, the population of the bird is is at least 3,000 and the u.s fish and wildlife says our review of the status of this species shows that the range-wide population estimates have been stable for at least 30 years and the species is not currently nor is likely to become again an endangered species within the foreseeable future in all or a significant portion of its range the hawaiian hawk is a royal symbol in hawaiian legend the name io comes from its high-pitched call but the bird is often identified by another moniker in the native language, Iolani, which means exalted bird. Aside from its cultural relevance, the bird enjoys the benefit of a better habitat than when it was listed in the 60s. Logging, once rampant on the big island, has slowed dramatically, and the commercial logging that is undertaken is done so in a manner friendly to the Io and other native birds. Uh, The next headline is uh, an endangered black rhino baby was born on Christmas Eve at a Michigan zoo. Uh, Endangered black rhinos, or Diceros bicornis, there are 5,000 in the wild, about 50 in zoos. Uh, Their population fell from 1960 to 1995 by 98% to a low of 2,500. This is the first time that a black rhino has been born at the Potter Park Zoo in Lansing, Michigan in its 100-year history. Apparently, about two black rhinos are born every year in facilities accredited accredited by the Association of Zoos and Aquariums in the United States. Uh, Coming out of another zoo, this one out of the Assam Zoo, uh, in a rare feat achieved in Assam Zoo... Endangered species of stork are bred artificially. The Leptoptilus dubius, the greater adjutant stork, is the rarest of the 20 stork species in the world. Once widely found in the northern and eastern parts of India and south and southeast Asia, it is now confined to only three places in the world, Assam, Bihar, and Cambodia. Called the Hargula, one which swallows bones, Locally, the greater adjutant stork is a scavenger whose role in the food chain is crucial. The Assam region has about two-thirds of the 1,200 wild birds, and the Assam Zoo has been trying to breed these storks since 2017. And the last last headline um, is, Reindeer are rebounding better than hoped for on Svalbard. The wild Svalbard reindeer, Rangifer tyrandus platyrhynchus which lives in the harsh archipelago of Svalbard off Norway in the Arctic Ocean, was nearly hunted to extinction in the 19th and early 20th centuries. But its protection in 1925, including a ban on hunting, has helped them out. Now some 22,000 Svalbard reindeer are estimated to occur across the islands a population size that's about twice as high as a previous estimate based on opportunistic counts from 1968 to 2008, a new study has found. All right, those are the headlines. Thanks so much for listening to these stories from around the globe. These news articles help remind me that there are hopeful actions undertaken by motivated people working hard to make a better planet. I hope these stories help uh, inspire you as well. Thanks so much.